0: Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton, and today is April 30th. And as we gather this morning, we remember our baptism. In Colossians 1, verses 13 through 14, it says that God has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So we make the sign of the cross and say, In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. O Lord, this is the day that you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. At least, that is what I will try to do today. So often the stresses of the day rob me of my joy. So I pray that you would give me an extra portion of your Spirit. To secure the joy of Christ's salvation firmly in my heart and mind. When I face the troubles of the day, let me have the confidence that you never leave or forsake me. Help me to not be overly burdened by the things of this world, things that will rot and rust. However, please let my heart be filled with compassion for the hurting, the sick, the lonely the abused, and those who do not know the hope of Jesus' death and resurrection. Let my thoughts and actions be infused with your grace and the mercy I have experienced from you, so that, remembering your loving kindness, my heart would be moved to joy because of your loving faithfulness. Amen. We confess our Christian faith this morning using Luther's explanation to the third article of the Creed. I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. In the same way he calls, gathers, enlightens and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. In this Christian church, he daily and richly forgives all my sins and the sins of all believers. On the last day, he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and all believers in Christ. This is most certainly true. The Psalm that we are meditating on this week is Psalm 23. Next week, we were, we'll start working our way through the whole book of Psalms. Um, but for now, uh, we're going to continue to just go through this one Psalm and, uh, and move into that, that next thing um, starting next Monday. Uh, but Psalm 23, and today we're going to read it from the King James Version. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to take a little closer look at verse 4, which says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So God is portraying himself as as a shepherd, and when you think about this, this shadow of the, this valley of the shadow of death, I think a lot of times people think of that as the moments just before death and, and then when we die. But the more I've meditated on this passage, I, I tend to think that this is actually the, the whole experience of life in this world. You know, right now we're living in this time of pandemic, and it's like a shadow is over us. And it's a shadow of death. And in other aspects of our lives, even when we don't have a pandemic, there's always this experience of of aging. And there's always this uh, danger that that lurks out there in the world. Uh, and we know that life is fragile. And so there's this sense that we are always living in this deathly shadow that, that lingers over us. And it could be very tempting to, to be fearful uh, in the midst of that. I mean, when you think of all of the things that could happen to you, you know, really, death is the, the last and worst thing that can take place. Now, the psalmist says, you know, even though I walk through that valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear any evil. Why is that? Why can he be bold? Why can we be bold to fear no evil? He says, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now, when, when a shepherd would protect his sheep, he would have the rod and the staff. Now, the staff is probably the thing that we're used to seeing, you know, that shepherd's crook. The rod, on the other hand, is a weapon in order to beat back wild animals uh, and and to defend the sheep. So on the one hand, you have this offensive weapon that the shepherd would use to protect the sheep. On the other hand, you have kind of this defensive tool that is used to correct the sheep. And God is always at work in our lives, defending us and correcting us, leading us and guiding us. And so because he is with us in the midst of that dark valley, guiding and protecting, we don't need to fear evil. He's going to see us through it. And because he walks through the valley with us, we can be confident that everything is going to be okay. As we pray today, we'll pray for families and friends. And we'll also pray for our enemies. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of family. For those of us who are married, we thank you for our spouses and the blessing that our spouse is to us. We we thank you for our parents who lead us and guide us uh, or raised us up. We thank you uh, for the families that are intended to be a place of, of nurture and love. And we ask, Lord, that you would bless husbands and wives, that you would be with parents and families, that that home would be a place where your love is extended and where people experience grace and forgiveness and the safety of dwelling in love together. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of friends, and we pray your blessings on our friends. And at the same time, we pray for our enemies, that you would be at work in them, in order to draw them back to you and and to us, that we might be reconciled together. We pray these things in Jesus' name, and we pray as Jesus teaches us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself, and God our Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. Thank you so much for being with with me today. I want to take just a moment of your time and tell you something I'm excited about. Looking forward to uh, uh, finishing up this week's worth of devotions, because when I finish this week, uh, I will have gone all the way through the Gospel of Mark, uh, would have uh, gone through uh, Psalm uh, 91, uh, Psalm 23, Psalm 1, and, uh, uh, and also through the entire uh, Luther's small catechism in the, in the morning and the evening devotions. So I find myself kind of at a a cusp and at a a turning point. And as I was looking ahead and saying, what what should I do going forward? Um, I'm going to spend some time looking at the Psalms in the morning devotions. And I want to work our way through the Psalms. And and yeah, I'm going to go back to Psalm 1. I won't spend as much time on it this time as I did last time. But I want to refocus on that and spend some time um, going through that entire book. And then, and the reason I want to do that is because the Psalms are the prayer book of the Bible. And it's here that God teaches us how to pray, how to sing praises. It's here that we meet Jesus in worship. And on top of that, this, this incredible book guides us uh, as we interact with God. It, it literally is prayer and God's Word. So it's unique. And I think that it's a neat thing for us to, to deal with because it also deals with our emotions. And during this time of pandemic, our, our emotions, they're kind, of, they're kind of on edge. And uh, I think it's a good opportunity to, to look at how, how, does, how, how does Jesus approach his father in prayer and in praise and in worship? So that's the morning devotions. And then in the evening devotions, I'm going to start over with the, uh, uh, the small catechism. Hopefully I'll do a better job this time. Um, but realistically, uh, this is a good gift that we have. It, it, it really summarizes Christian doctrine in a beautiful way and describes the life of faith in a wonderful way. So please join me uh, as we walk through the, uh, the Psalms and through uh, the small catechism again as we take time to pray and to focus on God's gifts. Hey, God's blessings on your day. Thanks for being with me.